<laughs> you got this. Oh, hi. Hi. Um, can you hear the birds? I don't know. I'm sitting by a window. No, I can't hear the birds. How are you? Um, I'm okay. I'm a bit poorly. I've woken up today with the worst uh, joint aches ever. My back hurts, my neck hurts, my hands hurt, my hips hurt. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, but I'm all right. Um, you think it's from sanding your floors and doing all that? No, I think it's some kind of, I feel a bit fluey. I think it's some kind of, uh, some kind of bug. Hopefully it won't last very long. Yeah, and you're on your own right now, right? Yeah. Yes. Always happens. <laughs> uh. Yeah, my husband went uh, Wednesday. We went. Uh, I took the kids to see my sister on Tuesday and we went, met up with some army friends on Wednesday and then we came back yesterday. And then I woke up today feeling, oh, God, I just can't move. Oh, that's the worst. I wish Had I could to... offer some explanations. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's just one of those things, and you just got to ride it out. I managed to get myself up because I had to take my daughter um, for her date. Oh, oh my gosh! It's just the cutest oh, thing ever. The same boy, yeah, for a walk with. Okay, so it's a- yes, yeah, it's been official for a while. Wow, it's just the cutest thing ever. They've gone to the movie, so they've gone to meet for lunch. And then they're going to the movies this afternoon. I can't even imagine. So I just dropped her off to meet him and I'm going back to pick them up in a little while. Oh, so cute. It is so cute. It's the most innocent. Like, I never, ever thought I would say, like, I'm taking my 11-year-old daughter to meet her boyfriend for a date. Like, I didn't think I'd be doing that until she was about 16. (laughs) Yeah, but it's I just... remember I had a boyfriend when I was her age. Like, I guess I was in grade. I mean, a boyfriend. We basically like held hands once in a while, and yeah, I remember we went to see a movie in the school gym where they sold. Like, <laughs> it was like a school event where they. But we were like, he came to pick me up, and I remember like putting on a special shirt, and oh my god, and we sat together on these metal chairs and held hands and I think we watched Superman that's how old I am oh god <laughs> like original Superman oh well this is just so cute they um I s- dropped her off and he was already there and I saw her kind of cross the road and go up and they hugged each other and oh it's just so cute so like cute. I don't think they hang out too much at school they text each other and you know their boyfriend and girlfriend but it's just so cute and innocent it's it's lovely. That's really sweet. So she's gone for her date and I'm just sitting in bed with the dogs. Nice. Well, I hope you feel better soon. That sucks. I hate feeling some pain. I, I'm a big fan of a bath, but that's all I have to offer you. <laughs> I, well, I managed to, do, I thought I just need to take some paracetamol. If I can take some paracetamol, but I just literally couldn't move. I couldn't get up. So I managed to drag myself up and eat because I didn't want to take tablets without having anything to eat. 
and the tablets have enabled me to get in the car and drive her and come back. Um, wow, so it's really bad, really bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But, it's yeah, I mean, what can you do? I don't think it's – hopefully it will just be a 24-hour thing. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, you sound fine, but – yeah, oh, it just hurts. Everything hurts. Your floors look beautiful. You've been sending me updating pictures. I can't. Oh, my God. Like, And then you think, like, you're just going to walk all over those floors and forget all the blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> like, those floors have taken over my life for the last – we started actually laying them in January. So, like, for the last four months, every waking moment I've had, I have been laying – parquet flooring and then um my husband hired um the sanders because he was going away we both had some time off at the same time so we decided to just get down and sand them and oh it was just hard graft for five days I'm not kidding we both looked like umpa lumpers we were just covered in orange dust from head to foot like (laughs) It was just so crazy. Work, but they look so gorgeous. They do. Actually, they do. I have to say. They've come out way better oh. than I even dreamt. And you would never know we did it ourselves. Like, they look professionally done. I've just been staring at them just going, oh, my God, like, we did that. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it has been amazing. And now that's kind of like the last really, really big thing we need to do. Um like now the weekend's coming up and I'm like, oh my God, I can actually like do other things. <laughs> I don't really know no. what to do with myself because <laughs> I'm not spending six hours a day like doing the world's hardest jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So what are you going to do with your time? Oh, I don't know. Don't know. Probably clean my carpets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was saying to the kids, I want to take them out for um, a day trip to London in a few weeks' time um, and just go get a train and go and do some free stuff around London. There's so many lovely things you can do. Yeah. And they've never really been as uh, – I've taken them when they were younger and we went to museums and things. Um, yeah. But I want to, like, take them to Buckingham Palace and um, – you know, the Tower of London and see Big Ben and go to Covent Garden and things like that. I've never been to London. Isn't that crazy? I've been to the Heathrow Airport. That's about it. Oh, yeah. That's not even in London, <laughs> is it, really? <laughs> well, it's such a – I mean, I can't bear it for too long. I'm not – I don't like all the people, but um, just for a day and, you know, you get yeah. on the tubes and there's so much to see. You can just wander around all day and yeah, I might all take them on the London Eye and – Nice. Yeah, so I want to do that in a few weeks, I think. Cool. Well, I'm missing my girl so bad. I've almost made it three weeks. It's almost been three weeks since I've been here. And, uh, yeah. Is it hard? You know, the first – so I was planning to stay with my parents who are here for the first month just to save some money, but after, like, two nights – I was just like, I need my own space. So I emailed the Airbnb woman and I was like, can I get in earlier? So I I made it two weeks with with my parents, which was fine. It's fine. It's just, 
it's just, I've got a lot of work to do and yeah, it's, it's been really great. But now that I'm in this little tiny, tiny uh, apartment, I can just have some breathing room to like, (laughs) just be alone and do this kind of thing. And yeah, it's been hard. Like the first 10 days, I was quite shell shocked and jet lagged and uh, yeah, landing here. But when I hit the two week mark, I started weeping. I was just like, I miss my daughter. I've never been away from her for this long. So, and I still have three more weeks to go, but she's, I've booked her flight. She's flying out on May 4th and she's flying as an unaccompanied minor, which is for her. I know a lot of younger kids do it, but um, are you there? But my daughter's quite a young 12 and she's never, yeah, I'm just, I can't believe she's agreed to do it. It's a four and a half hour flight, but it's a direct flight. And then on the way back, it's five and a half hours, which I don't really understand how that works because I'm not an aerodynamics specialist. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm I'm really missing her and I'm missing my girlfriend. And uh, yeah, that's been, we had a really bumpy weekend before I left, my girlfriend and I. And yeah, so the first week here, I was freaking out about that but I'm settling in a bit more and I feel like the distance is is a good thing like I everything in my soul as much as I miss my daughter my girlfriend my house um just the safety of being in my normal routine I just know I'm supposed to be here for so many reasons for family reasons for career reasons and for personal reasons like just having that distance is is good for me I really need to yeah reconnect with my own personal sense of self (laughs) yeah and just doing doing what you need to do yeah and just learn like I've just been thinking a lot about well I've been reading way too fucking much about attachment styles and I'm really sick of it all now (laughs) <laughs> and, I, and I'm not reading what I want to hear, you know? So I bought this book, Attached, which I'd looked at before, but I bought it. And, and then I started reading it. And I was like, oh, I don't want to read this because it's not telling me what I want to hear. <laughs> but um, but I'm also like, there's no, you're not all one thing, you know? Like we have, I would say I'm mostly anxiously attached. But yeah, I just think it's too, I don't know small-minded to think this is just the way I am and I don't know but just thinking about different love styles and how I show love and how she shows love and yeah it's it's a lot but we're 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 doing fine and she's actually been pretty amazing all things considered like she's facetiming me and calling and you know, making an effort, but I, I'm realizing, oh, I'm going to cry. Oh. I'm just realizing I still have a lot of trauma, you know, from the, from that and probably from my childhood, but just, just this deep fear of being abandoned or being someone falling out of love with me or I don't know. 
and I hate it. I hate it because it makes me feel really weak and insecure and small. So, yeah, I did not know I was going to cry about that. I'm also PMSing, which I think a lot of women do to excuse the fact that they're feeling <laughs> that they're but, crying. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, but I'm kind of, I can feel the, the growth I've done because I'm not just in it, feeling it. I can step outside of it and go, oh, look at that. Isn't that interesting? You're feeling, yeah. you know. There's yeah. such a horrible, horrible feeling when, you know, even if we just look at the affair stuff, it's just such a horrible feeling being discarded and completely disrespected in that way. It's, you know, I just, it's so ingrained now that that fear, because it's just so horrid. Like, it's, it's going to be with us forever. Crazy. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to feel grief, and it's hard yeah. to trust anyone, you yeah. know. And yeah, it's it's um yeah, it's easier some days than others, but yeah, it is it is there, and it is always in the back of my mind, yeah. you know. Just think, uh, yeah, and then and I'm also just struggling with what is my gut because you know I kept saying. I will never not trust my gut instinct again, you know, and sometimes I have to question, like, is this a gut instinct or myself scary stories, you know, like when she doesn't text or when just stupid, stupid things, like when she doesn't like my Instagram post, but I can see she's been, it's just so, I just, it's just embarrassing to admit, but it then, you know, and then of course she'll, she will message or she will, you know, we'll have a great conversation. And I'm like, okay, so why can't I just look at the facts and I don't think of it. And you know, I don't think I'm going to see her till June, you know, when she flies out to see me. So I'm trying to tell myself it's a good, my, well, I had a, a emergency therapy session with my therapist and she said something amazing. She said, well, she emailed me after and said, you know, your job in all this is to hold your own value regardless of what is reflected back to you through the wounds of others. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's a good one. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I'm working on that. Well, I was... So, so I was saying I can really relate to that because the other day we met up with some friends who I met while I was um, abroad living down the road from this woman and, you know, where my husband had the affair and everything. And our, um, my son started coming home with um, this other boy from school and they, they became really good friends and I then befriended his mum. And um, it's the first time that my son, um, her son went to boarding school, not long after my son and him became friends. And it was the first time my son really, really physically and emotionally struggled when saying goodbye to somebody. Um, oh. Yeah, it was really, really sad. But um, we've stayed in contact and she um, has followed, she follows the podcast and she's read the blog and um we have been saying we're going to meet up for ages and we managed to organize it 
the other day and it was really lovely and the kids went swimming um for a couple of hours so we could we just sat and drank coffee and um chatted while they were doing their swim session and we were talking about trust she asked me about um you know kind of how you learn to trust again and that kind of stuff and she just said that she felt that it was really sad that that's the legacy you're left with um and that you're unable to trust anyone like just people Mm -hmm. in general and I was saying to her that I just feel now that trust is a bit of a myth I don't really believe that trust exists it's weird to explain because I was saying we're we're conditioned to trust based on what we're brought up to believe about marriage or relationships that, you know, when you're in this relationship, then you're supposed to look out for each other and you're supposed to respect and honor that relationship and that person. And that you're kind of led to believe that when you're married, that that's all just kind of automatic. Yeah. And it goes without saying, and I just said, I just, I just feel that that's all a myth and yeah. because the only thing that prevents somebody from doing something is themselves and their own sense of integrity and their own sense of doing the right thing and their own sense of, I think this much of you, so I am not going to do this to you. Yeah, It's not the fact that I trust them that stops them from doing it. Yeah. yeah. It's them. Yes. 100 absolutely nothing to do with whether I trust them or not. Yeah. It's. Yeah. So I it's kind know. of like, do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, well, trust. If you look at trust that way, trust is a myth. Trusting somebody is a complete myth. It's more just like, for me, there are very few people I feel safe with. Yeah, I think that's different than trust, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, tr- I, I feel safe around, you know, my, my female friends, my real female friends. But there's not many people. Like, I feel safe with you. And I actually, it's interesting because we've never actually met but I trust you. Like I, I do, I trust you because we've shared the most vulnerable things that you could ever share. And, but I mean, I don't know you, you could, I don't know what you would do, but I don't know. I could come over there and sleep with your girlfriend. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She'd love that. (laughs) No, I would never do that. I know you wouldn't. No, but this is the thing. Like, you can say you trust somebody but when the chips are down and and certain conditions all come to play all at the same time and you know it's this just certain kind of the perfect storm of different aspects and and timing and certain things all happening at once like when it comes down to it like how many people would actually do the right thing I don't know. I don't know that. Like, I know for sure I would never do that to anybody. I just wouldn't because of what I've experienced. Regardless of whether I know that person or not, I just wouldn't do it. Um, But you just don't know, to 
the average person. No, you don't. You don't. So I was kind of, we were just kind of talking about that and, um, you know, just talking about how, you know, kind of what's come out of it. And we were talking a lot about the people who were um, on the camp at the time and a lot of the toxic people who were very gossipy and really quite mean and horrible to me in my kind of hour of need. And she was um, kind of expressing regret that she didn't know what was going on for me and how she wished she'd knew because she would have um, kind of done more for me and, and stuff, which was really sweet. Um, but we were just kind of talking about these people and how toxic they were and how horrid um, they were to people and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But what it did, it, it kind of triggered a conversation between me and the kids on the way home. Yeah. So after we met up, we were driving back to my sister's and um, we were just chatting in the car. And obviously my kids are now, at the time they were, my son had just turned nine and my my daughter was seven and so now my son is 13 and my daughter's 11 and so they're a bit more you know they're a bit more mature a bit older they knew what was happening at the time because my son had overheard it so we had to kind of end up telling them stuff but um I said to them um I just brought it up and I kind of just said to them oh guys are you, are you okay with kind of what happened when we all went abroad and are you okay with everything now and they just went, yeah, we don't even think about it anymore. They don't, you know, they don't mention it. Um, they then started to get, to get a bit uncomfortable because they were like, oh, we don't really want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, daughter does the same. But I said to them, I said, do you think I did the right thing? And both of them straight away just went, yes. Huh. Like they, they wanted their family together. Oh, they wanted yeah. their mum and dad oh, together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, it, and, and you, you know, in the same way, you know, my daughter wishes she still had a little family. She also knows, you know, when, when it does come up with us, she's like, yeah, I mean, that would be great, but I get it, mommy. Like, she gets why I left, too, because, yeah, yeah. you know, my husband was not fucking stepping up. And now I, oh, yeah. And I had this moment, I uh, was staying with my parents, I was just thinking... <laughs> you think you've come so far and then one morning I was leaving for work and we were having coffee together and you know they don't talk about anything much and they they're so funny talking about my girlfriend they're just like always pointing out like the church next door has a rainbow flag and I'm like oh my god great anyway um something came up about the divorce because before I left to come do this contract there's been some exchanges between our lawyers again regarding the sale of the condo. I cannot fucking believe I'm still not divorced. Anyway, um, so I started talking about it and I just went off. And I was like, wow, I'm still so angry. Not so much about the affair, just about his behavior during this divorce. And he's just being a douche about this just he just needs to give me half of what the condo is worth and uh i yeah i left for work and i was just like wow just burning up in my body like i was like i am so angry still it's just funny when it takes you i thought i'd really come such a long way 
but I was, I'm, I'm just so angry that he can still be acting so selfishly when he's the one that blew this shit up, you know? Yeah. He's, but there are well, so he's many... being a dick, isn't he? So yes. Yeah, he is. But yeah. Well, my, my kids said some interesting things that I hadn't really even considered. So when we were talking about it in the car and I said, do you think I did the right thing? And they were both like, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I can't remember which one of them said, I think it was my son said, um, oh, I just, I couldn't deal with having another dad. Oh, that interesting. And I just found it really interesting that that, that was the first and I just, you know, that was their first consideration yeah. was that I would end up with somebody else and they would have another dad. And I was like, well, first of all, you would never have another dad. Like yeah. you only have one dad. And and I said, and second of all, it probably would have been more you would have had to deal with another woman in your life because I wouldn't be going anywhere near another man. Like, yeah. And I just found it really interesting that that was where their mind took them was that that I would be you know in another relationship and they would have to deal with a man whereas having a, another female in their life hadn't really crossed their minds yeah it's interesting or if it had they didn't say it at the time but yeah I know I know my daughter that was one of her big fears to have another dad or mom um and same I had to say you will never ever have another dad or mom you know, so. Yeah, that's what I, I said to them. Um, I said, you know, you'd, you've only got your, you've only got one dad and that will always be like that. And then they said to me, when I said, oh, it's probably more likely you would have to deal with um, a stepmom kind of figure. Yeah. And they were like, really, would that have happened? And I just said, well, the way that he was feeling at the time, yeah, he had invited this woman into his life and, I said, if if he if we'd have split up at that time, then yeah, he was he wanted to be with her. And I said, if it if it had got to the point where I had left, then it would be somebody different. But um, yeah, we kind of had a really frank conversation about it. And then my son said to me, which again is something I hadn't even considered. He said to me, would would your decision have been different if I hadn't overheard things? And I said, what do you mean? Wow. And yeah. Wow. He, yeah. He was worried that I had wanted to leave and I had decided I was going to leave. And because he had overheard us that night that I then changed my mind because of him and stayed when I didn't want to. Wow. Oh my gosh. I I mean it's amazing that with you and that that he's yeah. carrying that thought. Yeah. You know? And I just wow. was like I said no. I said not at all. He thought that that him overhearing that night had kind of changed the way that I was making decisions and I think he felt like I only stayed because of because he overheard yeah I mean, I um, don't think our kids are really going to grasp this until no but not at all but when it when 
I said to them that when I realized that he had overheard, obviously my sister told me, um, I said to him, a few things happened. I said, firstly, we obviously then had to tell you what was going on, which we wouldn't have done normally. Um, It's not the kind of thing that you really want to tell your children, but because you overheard, I said, I didn't want you to um, not know what was going on and make things up for yourself in your head and blame yourself or, you know, be scared of things. So we kind of had to tell you in the end. Um, And I said, the other thing that happened when I realized you overheard, I said, it brought up for me stuff from my childhood and I explained how I had found out about granddad in the same way yeah um and that I had overheard an argument so we talked about that and I said I just knew how it felt and I was really upset and sad that that it was all happening again and you know my children were now experiencing what I experienced and it really 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 broke me um and so we were talking about that and I just said to him but my decision didn't change at all because of that, because of you overhearing. I said, if anything, I stayed, I decided to stay because of you two. And that if, so he understands like they play all these gamings and they have all these percentages of the chance of getting the next character. So he understands like a 0.05% chance of, and I just said to him, I decided that even if there was a 1% chance that we could work through this, then I owed it to you to, yeah, t- to try and, you know, get through it. And well, um, how amazing that you're having these conversations. Like, that's, I think that's just really cool. And, you know. Yeah. And I just said to them, um, I said, I oh, can- how do you feel about daddy? And, and they just asked, my son said to me, um. He said, was he just really lonely or something? He said, really unhappy. And I just said, yeah. I said, there was a lot of things going on. I said, he was unhappy. He was very lonely. He was missing us. He was angry with me because I didn't want to go. And I said, there were lots of things going on. Um, And then I said to them, look, I know that you might not see it very often, but daddy is very, very upset and very ashamed Mm-hmm. of what happened and what he did I said you may not see that very obviously with him um but he is and they were like oh okay um yeah and we just kind of had this it wasn't a very long conversation and I think they got to the point when we started talking about that they started to feel a bit uncomfortable yes. and we just kind of left it but um you know the gist of it was that they were just really glad that I had stayed and that we are all still together and um, they didn't really think about it anymore. And that, you know, moving abroad that time actually was really good. And we met some really lovely friends and had some really nice times and, and actually it was quite good in a lot of ways. So that was kind of the end of the conversation. Yeah. Well, but I, yeah, we have, haven't had a frank conversation like that about it probably since it actually happened. Yeah, I know. I kind of can't wait till my daughter's a lot older and we can talk about it. But you know what? Probably even then she won't give a shit because it won't be about her, you know, yeah, unless, yeah. Unless, unless it's, you know, uh, when she's in a phase of wanting to discover about herself. Um, 
Yeah, I'm really missing her and I miss because because I know she has a great time with her dad and they play video games and they laugh a lot and they joke a lot and they have treats. But she doesn't get, like I've said before, she doesn't get that heart-to-heart stuff that we do. And, yeah, I'm just, I'm worried she's going to show up here and just be a big job. (laughs) Is she enjoying being with her dad? I think so. Yeah. I mean, my friends, uh, some of the other moms said they've seen her at school and she seems happy. And I actually talked to her teacher on the phone the other night. And she said, no, she seems good. And, um... So, you know, I think they just don't, like, time, to, I stare at my calendar, like, every day, a hundred times a day. She, she's just in the moment, you know? But she'll be, I know from when her dad goes away, she doesn't even really think about him, you know, until it's almost time for him to come back. Then she gets yeah. excited. So, yeah, I think she's in the moment. But she's fine. So I feel relaxed about her. Yeah, like, all all my anxieties are about my relationship and yeah and that's just on me but my like my kids when my husband goes away they just kind of get on with it they just get used to it and yeah exactly exactly so another thrilling episode (laughs) (laughs) well actually I was thinking I was looking forward to talking to you again because I was like we'd had this conversation in the car and And And, I'm doing it and I'm showing myself too that like I can do this and I've, I've made this big choice. And, you know, uh, last weekend I was supposed to be going to the the mountains with my girlfriend and meeting her family. So it was a hard weekend for me because I sacrificed that in order to take this contract. And uh, yeah, just things like that. I'm like, I survived that. But I will say I was feeling very sorry for myself last weekend. Because <laughs> she had rented us this gorgeous condo with like a fireplace. And, and it felt really nice that she wanted me to meet her family. And yeah. It will still all happen. Exactly. That's what she said. But Yeah. It's just not when you wanted it to. Yeah. Exactly. But I was feeling like when we were doing the floor together and um, stuff, I have been feeling recently much more, uh, I don't know what the word is, relaxed maybe with him. Yeah, Yeah, good. A lot more like we make such a good team. Like we connected, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And we love the same, like we both love, we love reclaimed, reusing like the floor obviously was from a hospital it's not a brand new floor it's like 80 years yeah. old and we've had to you know treat it and sand it and varnish it and we just have really enjoyed I mean it's been so hard graft but actually it's really at no point have we gone oh my god what the hell have we done we should have just paid someone and bought a new floor we've, we've been like oh my god this is so amazing and and we've both been able to fulfill our own values about um having stuff in our house with a story and us doing it ourselves yeah and we've really been connecting without it being obvious if you know well I've been we haven't I haven't been I haven't spoken to him about it but it has been really noticeable for me yeah you don't need to be talking about intense things in order to connect you can be like it's yeah I think that's really beautiful 
yeah and I just notice it more yeah and I'm just noticing it more because I'm not so anxious you know I'm a lot more relaxed now and a lot more it feels a lot more like it used to yeah oh that's so good it's only taken four and a half years (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's crazy Oh, and the other thing that happened as well, which I must tell you because this is really funny. Yeah. Um, my daughter said, um, so when we were having this conversation in the car about everything, she said, um, oh, you used to wave at her, didn't you? <laughs> oh, she remembers. Well, oh, she knew. Wow. I didn't think she knew. I didn't think she knew. She knew I was waving at someone that didn't like me. But yeah. I didn't think she knew that it was her yeah who it was I thought she just thought it was some you know just a woman that didn't like me because I would say to her well when people don't like you you just got to be really nice to them and she said oh that was her wasn't it and I just went how did you know and she said well I just figured it out (laughs) mum and she was like eight at the time do you know what I mean and she just thought it was really funny she said yeah you used to wave at her didn't you mum and I was like yeah I was like too right I was gonna (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh well maybe she'll cool maybe she'll i don't know just they back. just know a lot more than you think yeah. they do and and my daughter is actually very she's so grounded and she says some really kind of things that really shock me in terms of how um switched on she is sometimes yeah yeah same same but then I just think, and I just said to them, look, guys, I was like, at the end of the day, sometimes really shitty things happen in life and you just kind of have to get through them and deal with them. And, and that's what we were talking about in the end. And it was really nice, you know, yeah. really nice conversation. And I just said, I just want you to know that whatever happens to you in your life, like we're all going to get through it together. Yeah. Oh, what a nice thing stuff. to say and hear. Yeah. Yeah. If we can get through something like that, we can get through anything. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so it was kind of just, yeah, it was nice. Yeah. And it was so nice to meet up with um, our friends. It was so lovely. Like, one thing about, there's so many shitty things about army life, but there's so many good things. Like, we meet really nice people wherever we go, and we end up with friends all over the world and all over the country. And it's a bit of a pain having to meet up with people, but when we do, it's so nice and um so refreshing and um yeah it was such that we had such a lovely day mm-hmm. oh so good so good friends i tell you yeah and it's really nice like i genuinely am feeling like i'm through the other side i think yeah that's so good i haven't had a meltdown in a while my husband's away again (laughs) uh, and then he's going to be away again in June and um but that's getting easier too it feels like yeah yeah definitely and the house now we've got the floor done just the house is coming together I just need to get the insurance sorted for the window and, and everything is starting to come together a lot more that's so good yeah it's nice it's not it feels nice so good well we I should probably get ready to go to work but it's nice to be a little uh less at of a time change 
Yeah, I don't have to wait till three o'clock in the afternoon anymore. (laughs) I know. Um, Yeah, but this was so good. I'll we'll do it again. God. Well, yes, we'll do it again soon. Yes, Um, and we have some questions I think to answer for the next one. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, send them to me, and then I'll ponder them. Yes, and we can do that um, rather than just catch up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, but it's nice to catch up and yeah, and, and things bubble up and topics just naturally come out. So, yeah, I'll have to tell you next time about I I had coffee with an old friend and she told me about how she's got this third person in her marriage but her husband knows about it oh my god it just sounds so complicated but I'll tell you about that last time next time oh yeah that sounds interesting yeah it's yeah it sounds well it's yeah we'll, we'll talk about it next time but just was like whoa but at the same time I was like good on her for she didn't she was like I didn't want I just went to my husband very nervously and was like, I'm attracted to this other person. Like, how would you feel about me exploring this? And I don't want to leave the marriage. And if you're not okay with it, I won't do it. And her husband, anyway, now I'm talking about it, but I'll leave it as a teaser. But yeah. Yeah. And her husband, who's a fucking saint, in my opinion, was like, okay. And, uh, but now it's gotten really complicated. So it's just never, I don't know. I just, I don't see how that shit ever works. But at least I was like, well, good on you for at least giving him a choice. Well, and just being honest. It's just about being honest, isn't it? Yeah. Having the conversation. This is what me and my friend were talking about the other day. She was just like, you know, just have the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, have a lovely day. All right. You too. Bye. Bye.